0: And welcome to a very special Christmas episode Hi,
1: Merry Christmas Cocoa all around What you? No, no, like the drink uh, well, What you? <laughs> Both, okay
0: <laughs> Why not? So Pearl, you and Luca and all of your pokies are spending Christmas this year over at the lab in Anoki Village, hanging oh, out with the professors and Miguel. Captain Ron's supposed to be coming into town, as is Lewis, from all of their various going abouts and things. But
1: holiday you all- shopping, you mean for <laughs> me and Celie? Or, or. That's right.
0: But you all are hanging out with the professors, Professor Hemlock and Professor Spruce, and with Miguel, and spending some time with your Pokemon, some new friends who you haven't gotten to spend too much time with, and some old friends who you haven't seen in a bit. Who are you spending some time with here in this moment at the lab as you all are are hanging out? I
1: mean, when in doubt, I feel like the holiday season calls for me to be hanging with Omer because we... Are making crafts.
0: Yes, if it's a crafty time, Elmer is there for sure.
1: We're making um popsicle stick Christmas tree ornaments.
0: Very nice. Who else is hanging around the lab as far as your Pokemon go?
1: Are you just asking who's in my team right now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who's
0: who's on your team right now, and what are they up to as y'all are uh, getting getting ready for all of your holiday celebrations? All
1: right. So me, Elmer, and Celia are crafting. Diablo is trying to craft, but he's starting fires instead with the popsicle sticks that he breaks. Sure. Curly is hanging out and making it snowy for us. Nice. ambiance.
0: Yes. Snowy ambiance courtesy of the Vanillite.
1: And Petrie is helping us with the very high ornaments.
0: <laughs> and getting sludge all over the branches.
1: Yeah. The trees never look so good. And then... <laughs> Darla is being petted by one of the professors and not moving
0: nice yeah <laughs> I think that uh she, she's actually in Miguel's lap uh, who finds who finds this psychic cat fox dog very soothing so you all are having a grand old time there and Luca's also doing some Christmas activities with his Pokemon as well what's he up to you tell me you've got his party right oh, in front yeah. of you yeah
1: <laughs> Um, Luca has been charged with decorating with the lights.
0: Oh, like doing the outside yes. decorations? Okay. Yes.
1: So him and Tufus are outside putting lights on the trees and stuff. Zilla got her tongue stuck <laughs> on <laughs> part of the porch outside. And Elle is taunting Zilla that she'll just slice. Off the ice, off the tongue,
0: <laughs>
1: and um, Roxanne is trying to remedy the situation so that that does not happen. <laughs> and Pillsbury believes he's helping with lights.
0: He, he believes he is, but he what? Uh, what? What is Pillsbury currently transformed into in his attempt to be helpful with the lights?
1: He's transformed into Miguel. <laughs> and he's just looking for the one light that's, that went out.
0: Yes. Uh, there, there's got to be somewhere along the line. There's got to be just one light that's causing the rest of the string to go out.
1: And Bonaru is attempting to make snow angels, but they're just turning out to be circles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think that part of the reason that Miguel is having to uh, soothe himself by petting the Espeon is because he, like, looks out the window and sees his own visage staring back at him with just the dot (laughs) eyes, and it's very unsettling to him. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So, you all are doing all of your Christmas crafts and decorating over at the Pokemon Lab in Anoki Village when... (gasps) flapping rapidly through the air and then sort of plopping in a snowdrift and then running toward the lab. You all see and hear a familiar sight and sound. There
1: he is. (laughs) It's the Della Bird season. The Della Bird season and hoop de doop and hickory dock. (laughs) Della Birds do not wear socks.
0: I don't wear socks. Nothing fits on my feet. Hey, how are you just guys? Just
1: exactly at twelve o'clock, there's a dollar bird with a problem. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Merry Christmas.
0: Hey, 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 Brian, hey, Luca. Hey, you guys? Merry Christmas. Listen, hey. it's that time of year again. <laughs> I'm in season? trouble. <laughs> delibird season, Raboot season, Delibird season, Raboot season. <laughs> no, this is serious. This is very serious. It
1: always is, isn't
0: it? <laughs> Look, I know it's Christmas Eve, and you all got a lot of stuff going on. You probably, you know, Look celebrate with Look at the, the state of our tree.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on.
0: All right, but I got, I got some stuff going on too. And at this point, I don't know who else to turn to besides you guys. All right?
1: I grab him by the scruff of his feathers. <sighs> hey. Is it for the real big man this time?
0: I mean, I I work for management, which is where the big man is, so I... Hey, hey,
1: how am I looking on that list?
0: Well, I would tell you, but I don't have my list right (gasps) now, which is part of the problem.
1: Oh, everybody, stop everything. We gotta help Danny.
0: (laughs) Everybody just (laughs) record scratch and goes inside where Danny very quickly uh, just scribbles. It's completely unintelligible, but he scribbles out the basis of what's going on on a whiteboard in the lab.
1: (laughs) Who is Pep? Yeah.
0: Who is Pepe Sylvia?
1: <laughs> Stole the list, Pepe.
0: Okay. All right. So here's what happened. You remember how last year we went up to the... Wait. And He he, he like looks over for a second and he notices the other humans in the room and he's like...
1: They're cool. Let me check out. You, you sure? Yeah.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. So you know how last Christmas we went up last to the Pokemon village. Last Christmas
1: we went to the village... The oh, yeah. Very next.
0: So we are you are you gonna? Okay, great. Okay, so well, you remember how we went up to Vellaful Village and the Burger Monster had the like the Burger
1: Clark- Monster <laughs> was mean and all around scene, but then the Christmas magic happens. <laughs> Keep going, Danny. <laughs> what happened last Christmas.
0: Oh, are you trying to? Are you trying to I'm like? I'm trying
1: to encourage you to sing. It's called. It's called Inspiration Through Song. Take it away. Last Christmas. This
0: is your part. Last Christmas, we went to the village, yeah. but uh-huh. the burger monster sure. did some, some real bad stuff. stuff. He uh-huh. had the clockwork, clockwork pokies, so we had, had to, to kick to their them butts. But All right. So, okay. So. <laughs> all right. I can't do this. I got too you many things. I'm Just like to, that, I, you did
1: it. You're putting too many expectations on yourself to be great. All right.
0: All right. Okay. Just
1: inhale. Keep singing.
0: So, I after all of that, we we took care of that. it was great. They're all doing great up there, by the way. But, but I, now, I, I took the piece. I took the leftover pieces from the clockwork Pokemon uh, to try and you know make something constructive out of them. Oh um, no! So uh, I He's I don't, made a monster. I I kind of yeah. So uh, I don't usually make the presents, I just deliver them, but I've been trying to get a promotion, so I decided that maybe I would try to make something, and you know, help the boss out. So I created, well, it's essentially a, like a robot Della Bird.
1: Oh no, Danny, classic, classic issue
0: here. I called it the Iron Bundle, uh, so it's, it's a me- mechanical Della Bird, it's even faster than a regular one, and it can deliver even more presents. So, so I put, you know, a little little magic into it So, you know, it could think for itself And I wouldn't have to just tell it what to do all the time You know, I hope they can make smart and good decisions uh, Without me telling it what to do uh, And then that, that did not go so great for me
1: Yep, with all the magic, you forgot to give it a soul
0: Yeah, pretty much
1: A heart <laughs> Now we just got a piece of clangorous junk.
0: A clinking, clanking, clattering pile of collagenous junk. Yes, what yeah. you
1: said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if it so, only had a heart, you um, know, when you I. You
1: mean an off switch, right? Uh that's the natural logic not that...
0: Exactly. Oh,
1: damn uh, it. I dinner. forgot
0: the I forgot the heart and I forgot the off switch. Uh I only had so many pieces!
1: Danny! I only had so many bases! Just, it's fine. We're in a lab. We could build an off switch.
0: Well, I've got some stuff up at the shop that I think could take care of it. Great! But it's in my bag, and it took my bag. Oh, Danny. The iron bundle decided uh, that apparently I was unfit for my job. <laughs> That's it, not funny.
1: Well, you're still panting from flying, <laughs> so I don't know, man. because I was
0: trying to get to you because I need help.
1: Just inhale and exhale a couple times. We'll take your <sighs> blood pressure here in a second.
0: Ah, all right. So I decided I was unfit for my job. It took my bag of presents. It took the list and it kicked me out of the workshop.
1: A quadruple rammy.
0: Yes. But now we're all in big, big trouble. This is this is dire straits for sure. Uh, so the, the the iron bundle in its, in its r- robot ways uh, has decided that it, it thanks to any Pokemon and any trainers who like fight for fun are naughty What? So it's gonna give the Pokemon all coal And it's forcing the elves to make devices to cause mass Pokeball malfunction To try to to free and he does like air quotes with his little flappy little wings, Free them
1: I'm a trainer
0: I know that's why I recognize that you would see this as a problem and try to help
1: We have to stop everything Where? What are we well, let's go.
0: All right. Let's do it.
1: We got safe Christmas, everybody. Pack your bag. Diablo, get a snack. You told me you're not hungry, but I know you're going to be hungry. Cha. Not the pretzel sticks again. take a veggie. Cha. All right, pretzel sticks. I could go for some too.
0: cha Okay. So you all pack up your parties and go to follow Danny to make your way to the workshop. How do you all want to do this? Uh.
1: Undercover.
0: <laughs> well, undercover, yes. But Danny says, "All right, do you like? Do you have some flying Pokemon on hand? Do we need to swing by Velvet Foot and uh, get a, a mode of transport?"
1: Oh, mode of transport. Because
0: it's gonna. I, I mean, it, it'll it'll take us a little bit.
1: Never. And I don't you have. Fear. I don't have. I don't
0: have the juice because I don't have my bag to just sort of like magic us there.
1: How long have you had your job? A while. Are you in tenure? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I
0: got a good contract.
1: I unleash um, the SS Speedmeister.
0: Okay. Look
1: at this, Hoss.
0: That's not too shabby. Hey, okay.
1: Let's go ahead. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Curly, new. No. Work your magic. New, <laughs> new. No, no. She ices it and makes it like a cool snowmobile version.
0: This will work. I tell you. Okay. Okay, this can get us to Veverfoot Village, and then we can call up some old buddies, and they can get us there, because we're going to need to fly the rest of the way. Because it's, oh. it's, it's deep up in the mountains. I can fly. All right.
1: I just got to change my party out.
0: Oh, if you don't want to do Who that. Who are your
1: friends? Are they trustworthy? It's Randy and Claire. Oh, let's use Randy and Claire. And Kringle. Oh, great. Okay. Wait, should we just call them now? I mean- I don't have a lot of gas.
0: They, they don't have uh, gears because, you know, oh. they're Pokemon.
1: Everybody in!
0: So you all pile into the snowmobile version of the SS Speedmeister and zip off to the north of Enoki Village through the snow to make Woo. your way to Velvetfoot Village, the, the place filled with only Pokemon and no trainers. But somehow, inconspicuously, as you arrive, you find yourselves back in your onesies. Uh,
1: Yay!
0: Luke is like, oh, I don't think I've washed the Badoof onesie since last year. Oh, I, I got a...
1: <laughs> oh, that's a very teen thing of you to do.
0: Well, I didn't think about it. I, I didn't know that teen. I'd be wearing it again, but not, I, that's on me.
1: He wore an itsy-bitsy, smelly, yucky <laughs> <laughs> Badoof onesie that he wore last Christmas this year.
0: Did you wash yours?
1: Yeah, ceiling all my laundry. Oh, Labor of love, that's right.
0: Seelie's like, as she like gestures to the onesie and Luca's like, oh, wait, oh, you washed mine too? Oh, thanks so much, Seelie. Appreciate you. Oh my
1: gosh. Wow.
0: Looking out. Really looking out there, Seelie.
1: Yeah, she does all of the Pokemon's laundry. That's
0: that's a big relief for me. She's
1: got one of the biggest Pokeballs, so.
0: Yeah, it's spacious in there from what I hear. I hear about these parties they have in there all the time.
1: They're ragers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you all find yourselves in Velvet Foot Village, which... Last year, as when you arrived, it was very gray and sad, and uh, you know there was sad Mudkip in the corner was crying over not having a toy and everything. But now, as you arrive, it's a much livelier place, and you see that they're in the middle of some holiday celebrations. As you arrive, the Burger Munster, the big Snorlax wearing later hosen, is like singing a jolly Christmas carol, you know, oh, with a, with wow. another group as y'all are going through the streets. But you all arrive, and you see in the street a couple of Sawsbuck and a weird ear. Cool.
1: Hi, guys.
0: Hello, Pearl and Luke and Danny. How how, how, how goes it?
1: Great. You know, whenever I'm here, I feel like everything just takes a pause, and then I can move again. And a pause, and then I can move. Look at this.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel super, like, fluid. I feel kind of, like, choppy.
1: But I love it. Tis the season, I guess.
0: (laughs) And Kringle says, yes, no, that's just, that's just...
1: That's what we call stop
0: motion? Well... Sure, I was going to go with something else, but why not? <laughs> and a why not pops out from an alley like, why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop, bullshit. <laughs> bing, bing. Yep. Um,
0: what can we do? How can we help you all
1: We need you uh, to fly us.
0: We need us to fly you? Yeah. To where?
1: To, uh, hey, Denny.
0: All right, yeah, I need you to fly us to the workshop. It's it's a ways up, like past Mushroom Mountain, even further, like in the farthest northern reaches of the uh, of the region. We got we got some big problems. Yeah,
1: Danny kind of lifted this year.
0: Look, I all right. Long story, keeping up with his track record. Long story short. Long story short. Okay. Long story short,
1: I think I should be out of the payroll. (laughs) Talk to somebody, or at least an independent contractor, once once a year. Come
0: on. Oh my gosh. So uh, look. I'll say I, I tried to do something constructive with all the all the trash from all the clockwork pokies last year. It didn't go great and now we got a problem.
1: He tried to recycle but he did not reduce.
0: Oh well that that sounds like a a big problem. Yeah. Okay, well sure. Uh well it's a good thing you gave us those fly TMs last year, so yeah, we'll take you there straight away. Perfect! Yeah. Normally Sawsbutt can't learn fly, but tis the season.
1: Tis the season. Is that the episode title?
0: <laughs> oh no, the episode title is the bundle clause.
1: <laughs> oh, whoa! I feel like that's the commercial break. Dun, dun, dun. Eyes widened.
0: <laughs> because this year it was the Santa Claus 2. Hello friends, Joni here to say thank you for listening to this special Christmas episode of Postcards from Pearl. This will be our last episode of 2022, but we are so excited for what is coming in the new year. As of right now, we've recorded all the way up to episode 122, a fun little coincidence, and we've got some really great stuff coming down the line. The rest of the bugging out arc, maybe some shenanigans with bad guys, maybe a gym battle. Who knows? You'll have to keep listening to find out. But the next time we post an episode, Sarah and I will probably be parents, which is crazy to think about. So please bear with us as we find our new rhythm with the baby and know we've got more awesome episodes coming your way i'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner dice envy this week check out some of their winter favorites like rhyme scheme and the snowball Chonkfinity d4s a couple of great dice sets with fun snowflake designs on them you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceNV.com slash QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Junior and you want to help us out, please go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, QuestCompanyJunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website, or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at QuestCodeJunior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord to get all the latest updates on Pocket Monster Fight. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. And that's especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you talking about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCo junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you or your kids have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. I'd also like to take a moment to thank all of the wonderful Holly Jolly artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Glitch X City for Diamond and Pearl Route 216 Remix and Johto Ice Path Remix. Thank you to Zane for Area Zero BW Remix, Vast Ice Mountain Peak Remaster, Battle Area Zero Pokemon Arrangement, and Laverre City Christmas Arrangement. Thank you to Chimney Givers for On Christmas Eve, Chasing the Bag, and From Me to You. Thank you to 91 Nova for Krampus and Nightmare Before. Thank you to Par for Goth Christmas. Thanks to Etienne Russell for A Winter's night thank you to Mori for sneaky fingers thank you to dj den's the rooster for hot winter and carol of the trap and thanks to howard harper barnes for my only wish is love and thank you to tabletopaudio.com for providing these festive wintry ambient sounds that's all for me so let's get back to the action and help danny take down the iron bundle thanks for joining us here at quest company jr merry christmas and happy holidays So, you all fly through the snowy evening uh, as you uh, travel for quite a ways deep, deep into the mountains. You pass by Mushroom Mountain, you wave to Old Man Winter, the bear tick. And as you have left Velvetfoot Village, everything's back to regular. It seems as though only in that one particular village is everything uh, in stop motion.
1: Whoa, Luca, hold my hand. And we do the electric chainy thing.
0: Ooh. Whoa,
1: can't do this at home. my oh. huh, guys.
0: It's so fluid. But we see the three deer flying through the air, you on the back of Randy, Luca on the back of Claire, and Danny Delabird riding on the back of Kringle the Weird Deer. Amazing. Randy's bright red nose is illuminating the skies as he uses Flash, and so you all uh, make your way through the snow.
1: This is fit for a job right here, Danny.
0: Yeah, it's. see. A- you kept
1: training all year. I'm being so mean.
0: It's almost like you're bitter about the fact that I only come to you when I have problems.
1: Yeah, I mean, a nice note, just a touch base would be nice every now and then. You never come visit me.
0: I come to the Yawning I write you all, the time. all the time. I come to I the Yawning, yawning, to yawning all the time, and I hang out, and I'm this there in the lobby. Is
1: all right, well, you know what? Fine. It's time to air out our grievances. It's huh? time for the airing
0: of grievances.
1: And I got some with you.
0: <laughs> Look. Maybe we skip the airing of grievances and we just go straight to the feats of strength, because that's what we're gonna need.
1: Yeah, good point. That's and what I we're gonna need. I also gotta stay on this nice list. So I might be teetering.
0: Uh, well, yeah, you're already on the bundles. Uh, I got a little Diablo list, so. this
1: year. It's a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <you laughs> you
0: Who know. just pops out from behind your back as you're writing this song. Like yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so as you all fly, eventually you make your way to the workshop. Which is tucked deep into the mountains in the far, far north of the Kanoko region
1: Ooh, got a little Lord of the Rings there for a second Yes
0: As you arrive, you see that this this is not the North Pole It is far north, but it's not the North Pole But it certainly does have a whimsical Christmas flavor Or at least it would But now it appears as though uh, there's a lot more chrome Chrome is everywhere And you see what looked like, might have at one point been like a a whimsical little, you know, gingerbread outpost or something. It's just chrome. No. Is there a
1: merry-go-round in the middle of the town square?
0: Yes, but it's chrome. No!
1: Wait, so this is where the big man lives, huh?
0: No, this is is just my spot.
1: Here's the other thing. Every year, I think I'm getting closer (laughs) when I'm around you, and I'm not.
0: Well, I mean, you're technically closer in the sense that this is as far north as we've gone for any of it.
1: All right, all right.
0: No, so so does
1: he have a condo somewhere?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he, he's got he's got the big workshop. I would like and to go And that's where there. management and everything is. Is it the yeah, big workshop? Yeah, I would like to go there. This workshop. So, okay, here's how it works. There's a lot of Della birds uh, all around the place. It's, uh, each of us have an assigned region. So I'm assigned to the Kanoko region. All right.
1: Uh-huh. So I'm assigned She's to the She's biting her region. tongue from saying anything sassy <laughs> right
0: now. So normally we don't make the stuff. They make the stuff at the big workshop, and then they send it to us. So our workshops are really more like a shipping center.
1: Uh-huh. Biting your tongue harder.
0: <laughs> so all the unwrapped presents, all the goodies, toys, all that stuff, that comes from management. And then me and my team, uh, we consult the list and then we prepare the presents for delivery, and then I deliver them on Christmas Eve.
1: A lot of divvying up of tasks.
0: Well, I, I mean, look, the big guy knows how to delegate, all right?
1: Haha, <laughs> delegate to Delibirds. Nice. All right. Hey! High five. <laughs> All right, well, let's bust up this Tinker Town. She kicks the mirror around.
0: <laughs> Ow! <laughs> yeah, it's just metal. It's hard, cold metal.
1: Why, cruel world?
0: So... As you all arrive here in... Uh, ooh, I like Tinkertown.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: whatever, whatever sign they had originally up there has been replaced with a hard, cold, like, nondescript font. It's just Tinkertown.
1: Well, they got ears everywhere.
0: <laughs> it changes just like... Oh, that's a, it. A, it's all chrome, but it's a LED screen, and it's just zzz, Tinkertown.
1: Oh, they got ears everywhere. Going They're across here. the front.
0: <laughs> so what you all will have to do, Danny tells you, is that you're going to need to sneak into the workshop. He also tells you, Alright, so, this was something that I... Well, I saw that the bundle started working on and, and was probably close to finishing before he kicked me out, so it's probably finished by now. But the the iron bundle was working on something that it was calling Bitty Bundles.
1: I love it. I would buy one. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a, It's basically like my my elf team. It's like them, but... Also robots.
1: Oh, no. Chrome with no heart. Chrome. Or off switch.
0: Correct. No, I'd say the, the Iron Bundle probably specifically did not get that. But we got to save my team. And then, hopefully, we'll be able to access the, my bag of presents. If we can find that inside of that, I got a couple of things that should be able to help us. If I can grab a Thunder Wave jump drive. there. It, I did... I didn't put an off switch, but it's got USB inputs, so I can I can stick in a jump drive, thunder wave and short circuit it. And then if I can grab an item pod, I can you know since it's not really a Pokemon, I can put it in the item pod and and we'll catch it. And if we can do that, then we should be able to stop it.
1: Okay, so but you're I'd imagine sneak in.
0: yeah, so we'll sneak in, uh. and I'd, I'd imagine that it's probably gonna be over at the launch pad, which is which is deep in the back, so. We got, if we go and do the front, we'll try to sneak in, keep it real, you know, real quiet-like. And then we'll try to stop the bundle from taking off before. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're getting real close to takeoff time. Yeah, so we should probably, we should probably, you know, make this quick.
1: What are we waiting for? Yeah. All right. I've been sharpening um, the whole time so that I didn't hurt you in your soul, Jonah. Thank you. The whole time I'm... While he's talking about being quiet and stuff, because I'm sick, uh, I'm working on a candy cane. <laughs> and, um, when I go, what are you waiting for? I pop out my candy cane, and it's now been shaped as a spear.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it can, um, it can. I'm mean, going to use it as a lock picking tool.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, great. Okay, so you have been warned that the iron bundle is
1: mean, ugly, no heart. Wow, well, no I offsuit. don't know about
0: ugly. I made it pretty photorealistic. Oh. But it. <laughs> 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 is so Pearl. It is going to uh, it is going to send coal to the naughty Pokemon. Yeah. it's going to send out all of these Pokeball I'm st- malfunction stressed devices. Stressed out as a
1: child over here.
0: <laughs> and that it has also created these bitty bundles, which are metallic chrome versions of his Elf Team. So
1: here's the thing: as we're sneaking, okay? Yeah, sneaking. As, as
0: you, you everybody, Scooby doing.
1: So here's the thing. Yeah. So you call us so that you don't get your butt fired by the big man, huh?
0: Well, and uh, at least I don't get demoted, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Cause like we could just call the big guy down here, and he'd probably be able to fix this all here.
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. It's a pretty good robot, so okay. it could be it could be a problem.
1: Chances are, though, he could do it. I, well... And so maybe I need to finagle a little bit better positioning <laughs> where this job does require the cost of guaranteed nice list until I am, um, I don't know, for life. I'm still 10, even though I've celebrated
0: four Christmases
1: with okay, you. As
0: long as you're in.
1: <laughs> and we're still sneaking.
0: As long as you're in the Kanoko region, I'll make sure you're on the nice list. All right. Look, I got something really nice in the bag for you if you can help me out, okay? Shake on it? Yeah. Okay,
1: great. And you then take i take his little I, flipper I poke fin. Poke his little fin with uh, my candy cane. Ow! And a little blood draws, and I draw my blood, and <laughs> we do a blood pact. Blood oh, no. We do a blood oath. Oh no! It's called the peppermint chain.
0: I am very uncomfortable with what just <laughs> happened.
1: I'll get you a band aid set this for Christmas. <laughs> I'll leave it underneath the trees and sit next to your cookies. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, well, I mean, I'm, we're here anyway, so.
1: So, blood oath.
0: What choice I got? Peppermint
1: okay. oath, yeah. <laughs> See, hook me up with another can of cake. Yeah, I can get it done in time for it to pick a locker gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you Disposed all. Are- the IV. <laughs> oh my See, gosh. <laughs> oh So you all are sneaking toward the workshop, toward this main entrance here. As you all are sneaking, you see that as much as some of the uh, outer parts here are covered in chrome, it looks as though it's like half and half once you hit the main building here. There's parts of it that are still holly jolly, and then there are other parts that are chrome. But as you approach, you can see that through the windows, there are lights from inside and there is the uh, big entrance. So go ahead and uh, just roll. Give me a little roll to sneak. Danny's going to help. Danny will give you a plus one for lending a hand. Ten. Yo, very nice. With a ten, that is a full success for you, Sneak. So with a 10 plus, you sneak successfully and you gain the benefits of hiding. So very nice. As long as you do not do anything to, you know, blow your cover. Uh, you will remain hidden Great. which also being hidden means you've got advantage to uh, use a move against Pokemon that are unaware of your position but attacking moving out of the open or you know doing any other kind of big action uh, will reveal your position and cause you to no longer be hidden Ooh. so essentially you you've got an opportunity to get a drop on the baby bundles okay great great so you uh, approach uh quietly it is hard to hear your footsteps from outside with the snowfall and you all stick to the shadows as you and Luca and Danny are sneaking up. Who is in the front of your party right now? You
1: know what? I was just thinking that myself. Okay, um, I'm going to have Diablo at the front of my party.
0: Okay, Diablo is at the front of your party. Who's at the front of Luca's?
1: Um, Zill?
0: All right, so Diablo and Zilla up toward the front sneaking along with y'all. And then uh, the Saw's Buck and Weird Deer are like, hey, do you want us to, should we just kind of follow behind you guys? Like, what What do you want us to do now?
1: You guys should stay as close to the exit as possible. But if you hear us do this really loud whistle, which I'm not going to do, or just start screaming for help, you guys are our exit out of here.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, so we will wait for your signal.
1: Yeah, you can't become captive at any cost.
0: All right, we will wait out here, Uh, stick to the shadows and the snow, yes, and we shall be prepared to make an expedient exit, or whatever else may be required, yes.
1: I've never seen your mouth move so easily, so fluid.
0: Ah, yes, it feels so smooth out here, strange to be out of the village, yes. Strange indeed. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, while he's really thinking changed. about that, yeah, yeah, while he's thinking about that, yeah, you guys go ahead. We'll wait back here.
1: Okay,
0: great. All right. See you in a little bit. So you will you will give them a loud signal if you need them, mm-hmm. but they will stay outside. Cool. Yeah. Okay. You uh, make your way to the front entrance. As you approach, there are windows with light coming from inside, and then there is uh, the, the big door. Okay. What do you do, adventurers?
1: Am I inside?
0: You are outside at the door.
1: Oh, um, where's, like, the the worker's entrance?
0: Oh, you want to, uh, we got another entrance around the back yeah.
1: Okay, let's try that.
0: Okay. Go, go ahead and just give me a roll to survey environment.
1: Um, seven?
0: Seven. Okay. You can ask one question from the survey environment list, if you would like.
1: Am I heading in the right direction slash best direction?
0: Cool. So uh, as you are considering that, Danny says, yeah, okay, no, that's that's actually a good idea not to use the front door. That's using the old noodle. Nice. Okay. so here's what we're going to do. We're coming around the side entrance and then we'll sneak in that way. That's good. That's good thinking. That's probably a lot better than just doing the front door like I was leading this to. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, you, you probably used to using the front door, but your employees, you know, what's their day to day?
0: Right, that's true, that's true uh, And as you all are walking around the side You're sort of ducking under the um, window With the view to inside But you see some shadows moving around inside Ooh. But you all sneak around And make your way to the worker's entrance A smaller door uh, actually looks um, about pearl-sized uh, <laughs> for the For the small Pokemon that apparently work here
1: I would like to unlock it with my candy cane.
0: Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus your agility.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a 12.
0: A 12.
1: Yeah, homie.
0: You like pull the candy cane out of your mouth, which you have fashioned with your spit to just like straight up look like a key. Yay! Yes. <laughs> which you insert into the lock, gently turn and it clicks open very quietly
1: I turn to Danny they don't call me Pearl for nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't impressed where did you learn to do that
1: a lot of time on the boat a lot of doors that they <laughs> did not want me to get into
0: so you learned how to make candy cane keys.
1: Look at my teeth! Ay, 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 ay. They were <laughs> made for this.
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna say that with that full success, you're gonna be able to unlock the door and not alert the baby bundles inside oh, to your presence.
1: What a win! Keep on
0: accidentally wanting to say bitty babies, but they're not that. Bitty they're...
1: babies, that would be so sad.
0: <laughs> but they're bitty bundles.
1: Bitty bundles.
0: As you all make your way inside, very quietly and sticking to the shadows, you all are able to see what is going on here in this main shipping center of this workshop, this half holly jolly, half chrome room. In the middle, there are currently bound, caged, Miscellaneous, like holiday themed uh, ways of being held captive. You see that, like, some of these Pokemon are like behind little candy cane bars. Other ones are like, other ones are wrapped up in tinsel, uh, all of these sort of ways. Uh, But it seems as though all of the quote elves that Danny was talking about are just baby Pokemon slash ice types. (laughs) So you see that. You see that there's, like, a Snover who is behind the candy cane bars. There's a happeny that's all tied up in tinsel. A bonsly that's just under a stack of what are apparently very heavy ornaments.
1: No! Monsters!
0: Uh, and you see that guarding them are three bitty bundles.
1: Oh. You're definitely on the naughty list.
0: There, uh, go ahead and roll logic—a logic, logic roll—to see if you can discern what they're supposed to be.
1: That's a four.
0: They look like robots. They're
1: so evil.
0: But you see that there are a plethora of. Actual Pokemon that are tied up Contained in whatever ways here uh, And all of them are wearing like little Elf costumes but they're all Sad because they have been captured By the iron bundle and it's bitty bundles
1: You're breaking my heart world <laughs> Pearl thinks To herself man even if I did Wasn't getting the whole nice list for life I would still do this
0: And that's why you're on the nice list <laughs> So What are you gonna do they are not aware of Your presence
1: Okay, guys, um, Danny, me and Luca will, will distract them, okay? So we're gonna start to battle them. Okay. But you, you um, walk around and try to free these little elves.
0: Okay, I could do that, yeah. Okay. If we could do it quickly, like if we can take these robots out real quick, we might be able to not let the iron bundle know that we're here and we could still get the job on it if we could do it quick. Okay. Okay. So how are you going to go about this? There are three of them. We'll say that there is one that appears to be the tallest that is standing on two legs and is over near the Pokemon that are in the, the, the candy cage. Mm-hmm. We'll say there's one that is small, but it's got a big head and big ears and it's over near the, the bond slide. There's also a Snover under there with the bond slide trapped under all the ornaments. Mm. So big ears is over there. And then there's one that's got a funky little robot hat. uh, Also appears to be walking on two legs uh, and sort of spinning around a little bit. And it is, as it's spinning, tying up more of the elves in the tinsel.
1: I guess we'll go for the tall one.
0: Are y'all both going after the same one, you and Luca, or are you splitting off?
1: I feel like once we start fighting them, they'll see us.
0: That is a fair assumption, yes.
1: Okay, great. So uh, I think we're going to split off.
0: Okay, cool. So are you going after the big one? Yeah. Cool. And which one is Luca heading towards with Zilla?
1: The one that still is tying people up.
0: Okay. Uh, Toward the one that's got the funky little hat and Mm -hmm. is spinning around and currently in the process uh, of tying up a sad looking little uh, Badoo. First off, we'll have Pearl, you and then Luca, and then we'll actually roll initiative for how the rest goes. Sounds good. Okay, cool. So as you and Diablo sneak over toward the tall one who is near the candy cane cage, what's he going to do?
1: I want to use fire spin.
0: Cool. Go ahead and roll to hit with advantage as you are hidden.
1: Flat 10.
0: Flat 10. Nice. Go ahead and roll 1d6. Six six turns of fire spin i don't i doubt that it'll last that long but nice cool so you activate the fire spin whoosh this wheel of flame circles around this bitty bundle uh time to
1: get toasty
0: which now that you are close to it looks to resemble a tyrogue but that Mm. is a robot but roll your damage it's gonna be 1d6 plus seven eight eight points of damage nice that is going to be eight minus its special defense and doubled so then that is going to be 12 points of super effective damage to robo rogue and it is immediately trapped in this fire spin meanwhile for luca what's he going to do
1: Luca's is going to use Stealth Rock.
0: Okay. Luca's is using Stealth Rock on this one. But now that he's a little closer, realize it looks like a little robotic Mime Jr. So go ahead and roll wow. to hit with advantage on the Stealth Rock against Robo Mime.
1: It's an
0: 11. An 11. Great. A full success. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus 8 for that damage.
1: 13.
0: Okay. That is going to be not very effective damage. So 13, you said, minus its defense. So it's going to be 8 half to 4 points. But there are these pointy rocks surrounding it now. As Robo Mime is the one who is trapped. But as with a, char and char, they let those attacks loose. The Robo Mime, Robo Rogue, and Robo Chew all notice you. Roll initiative.
1: Oh hi, Ding Dong! Just your friendly neighbor Carolers. No need to look over here. Pearl got a seven. Okay. Oh, Luca got a six.
0: Okay, so you all will be going last in initiative as the order will be Robo-Rogue, Robo-Chew, Robo-Mime, Pearl, and then Luca. So, as the robotic Tyrogue sees the Charmander. It immediately comes over, still wreathed in this flame, but for the moment it is distracted from its duty of watching over the captured pokies. So it runs over toward you with Diablo and the robo rogue is going to use a mock punch followed by a brick break.
1: Oh, there's still fire all around him
0: correct it is still wreathed in flame mm. and so at the end mini of its turns, a- yeah. <laughs> at the end of its turns it will take uh fire damage
1: mini robots by a roasting fire
0: that is a 10 total to hit for the mock punch
1: all right I suppose
0: so that is going to be eight minus what is Diablo's defense three. Three. Okay, so it's going to be five double to ten points no. of damage from the Mach Punch. And then that is an 11 to hit with the Brick Break. And that is going to be 14 minus your defense. So 11 double to 22 points of super effective damage oh from the Brick Break.
1: On Diablo?
0: Yes, on Diablo.
1: What type of... Um...
0: Those were fighting moves. So they are super effective against the dark type Vapor Variant Charmeleon. That is Robo Rogue's turn. That will then take us to Robo Chew as this robotic Pichu is going to come over. And let's see, I'm just going to roll. Odds, it comes over towards you. Evens goes over towards Luca. Okay, the Robo Chew comes over towards your direction. Thank and you, it, sir. May I have another? You see sparking coming from its robotic cheeks as. It sends out this electric terrain. So the whole Chrome Workshop has been electrified. But that is what RoboChu does on its turn. Meanwhile, Robo Mime goes to use a mirror shot against Zilla, which is going to be a full success with a 10. Dealing 12 minus Zilla's special defense. Nine double to 18 steel damage uh, to Zilla.
1: They're beating up the babies.
0: As it uses that mirror shot, but that is the Robo Mime's turn. Oh, at the end of Robo Rogue's turn, it needs to take that fire damage. And also, as Zilla is hit with the mirror shot, I need for Zilla to tough it out plus logic
1: I just rolled two sixes.
0: Oh nice. She will not have a debuff to her next attack against it. Nice. Ooh, yeah, girl. Sweet. But at the end of Robo Rogue's turn, go ahead and roll a d6 plus 7 as it takes that fire damage. You love it. All right, so that's going to be to 18 points of super effective damage as the Robo-Rogue looks as though it is in a very bad spot and that uh, one more good hit will probably take it out. Nice. But that will then take us now to your actual turn, Pearl. The fire seems to be stripping the paint and melting the smaller gears of the robotic Tyrogue.
1: I think I'm going to actually swap out.
0: All right. Who are you going to swap out to?
1: Nobody on my team should fame at Christmas. Um <laughs> I'm gonna swap out to Petrie.
0: Alright, cool. Swapping out to Petrie the muck. So you pull back the Charmeleon and you send out Muck who
1: muck. Go uh, stealthy. Uh, I know the flames were exciting.
0: <laughs> what is the one little Christmas accessory that Petrie is wearing? What What is the one little prop that has been just placed on top of this pile of sludge?
1: Oh man! Is it just a
0: little? Is it just a little Santa hat?
1: It's a little uh, bow tie with mistletoe.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Perfect, Love it. Mm-hmm. That was just for me. Great. Great. So you, as your main action, have swapped out from Diablo to Petrie the Muck. like I know, you do?
1: I don't think this is going to be effective, but I can do an Agile style. Yes. So let's just try. Can we try like sludge Wave? Uh,
0: an Agile style sludge Wave would hit like everything and everybody.
1: <laughs> okay. I was curious if I could have any control over it. <laughs> then maybe an Agile Venom shock?
0: You can attempt an Agile-style veno shot. Go ahead and roll. It's not going to go well.
1: They're resistant to poison. Oh, wow. I just wasted such a good roll on this, too. <laughs> it's a flat 11.
0: A flat 11. Uh, Yeah, that'll do it. Go ahead and roll your 3d6 plus 10. 18. Okay, so 18, which will be 16 halved to 8 points of damage. As you would think, to, just from the sheer force of this mug, just... Uh, slamming into the Tyrogue with his Venno Shock. Petrie looks confused for a moment with a as the Tyrogue is immune to poison, being partially this steel type.
1: Why, I <laughs>
0: That is your turn, though. It is then going to be Lucas' turn.
1: Okay, let's use Bulldoze.
0: Okay, she's going to use Bulldoze against the Robo Mine. Go ahead and roll. 10. 10, a full success. Excellent. Go ahead and roll for that bulldoze. That's going to be 2d6 plus 8. 17. 17. Nice. Minus its defense. there. That's going to be 14 doubled to 28. Uh, more than enough to take out the Robo mine as it is hit with this bulldoze. Just psh, robot pieces go everywhere. Nice. That is Luca's turn then. Uh, well, actually, unless that was just a regular bulldoze, so you could still do something with an extra action if you would like. Let's
1: do an agile bulldoze on the other guy.
0: Great. An agile bulldoze. Go ahead and roll. It's an 8. And eight is going to be a mixed success. So go ahead and roll that damage. That is just going to be the 1d6 plus three. Um, seven. Seven points of damage. That will be six doubled to 12 points, Is that looks like that already took a big chunk out of the robo-chew. The, the bitty bundles don't seem to be the sturdiest things around. Yeah. But that is Luca's turn, which will then take us back to Robo-Rogue, who is going to rush headlong at the muck, attempting to use bullet punch and iron head. Bullet punch misses with a six.
1: That's right.
0: Going for that quick jab. It just finds no purchase in the warbly sludge pile. (laughs) That is muck. Uh, But that will be a mixed success for Ironhead as it slams into him. So that will be 12 points of damage minus his defense. Five. Okay. So So that will be seven points of steel damage to the muck. At the end of his turn, go ahead and roll 1d6 plus 7. 9. 9. Okay, so that's going to be 7 double to 14 points. As it is continually surrounded by that fire spin, the Robo-Rogue just falls to pieces. Nice! Leaving only Robo-Chew, who, now that it has got this electric terrain going, is going to use a Flash Cannon, which is going to be a a mixed success with a 9. 9. Dealing 19, minus your special defense. So, 14 points of steel damage from the flash cannon to Petrie.
1: Everybody wants to beat up on Petrie now,
0: huh? That is the robo-choose turn, which will then take us to you, Pearl.
1: I want to use flame flamethrower.
0: Nice, a flamethrower, as it is- And I, wanna,
1: I just want to, like, load up Petrie. <laughs> <And then go, laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. And then use a flame thrower. <laughs>
0: He like burps to use flamethrower. Yes. Nice. Go ahead and roll to hit. It's a ten. Okay. Goodbye, little robot Goodbye. Pikachu. Go ahead and roll that damage. Just four d six plus seven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it had it had eight left. So that uh sixteen cool, double cool, to thirty two. Yeah, cool, it's it's cool. out. It's done. P- Robo Chew is done.
1: And then I like to, I uh, imagine, I blow off the smoke from, Petrie. <sighs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Hey, you guys, we did it. But don't, don't, don't celebrate. Be quiet, okay?
0: All of the elf Pokemon just sort of quietly like, ah, yeah, celebrate yeah, as much yeah. as they can. As during Remember that, like name. Danny got the I, first couple I, untied, I, but he I, worked I'm on untied. the rest. Remember
1: my name, Pearl. And I start handing out business cards.
0: <laughs> they all seem very impressed. And do, do take your business cards. And they're like, oh, very nice.
1: Now, here's what I'm debating. Yes. Do we try to make them into an army that helps us? Or do we set them free in the escape route?
0: They do seem to be a bunch of babies that aren't super like, you know. <sighs> Darn that, nice. I mean, you you saw You experienced the strength of the bitty bundles, and they were able to subdue these Pokemon. So do with that what you will.
1: I can't lead them all into a Christmas shenanigans slaughter. (laughs) Okay, all right. Now quietly follow the exit. You'll see two happy reindeer that will greet you,
0: and also an old one.
1: Find your way to safety.
0: (laughs) So you you guide them all out. Please, 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 not me not. Me please. never die. And just not. as they go, oh, yeah. please. Yeah,
1: I'll take them another candy cane. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl, remember my name. Remember my oh, name. Oh my gosh. Name.
0: <laughs> So you. Here's my
1: list. Seely put it on the back of the business card.
0: Oh, no, no, no. out. Oh, no. Yes. You usher them all outside to safety so that you can now deal with the iron bundle.
1: That went well.
0: Yes. The element of surprise was on your side. Go ahead and uh, make another uh, stealth sneaky roll. Danny's giving you a plus one from lending a hand. Wow, since that, you're is, in his shop.
1: that is it, man, because I got a seven, eight on my own. So Danny makes it a nine.
0: Cool. That's a that's a mixed oh, success.
1: Ho, ho, the flame flower hung where you can see. Some little beet tree wants to make you scream. Oh, have a holly. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. As you are ushering them out as quietly as possible, but there is the sound of the scurrying of little feet and whatnot.
1: Tiny little
0: hammers. Tiny little hammers. They are all making their way out, and Danny says, Hey, you guys, you guys, I found the bag. I found the bag. (gasps) Great. I don't know why the bundle doesn't have the bag.
1: Out here. Look inside the bag.
0: Okay. He looks inside the bag. He's like, No, this is definitely my bag. So I don't know what that's about. Okay. Uh, Tell you what uh, Let's try Uh, I don't know if this will help or not But maybe if we're incognito Uh, And he's just like He just like throws some like He goes earnest
1: Ernest days Christmas style on us
0: Some loose clothing items Uh Out of the bag He's like uh, I don't know Is this anything Uh, So uh, He throws out of the bag of presents uh, A couple of Miscellaneous clothes, yes But also a couple of held items So uh, specifically things that are uh, of use to you Mm. Um, He throws out a covert cloak and a utility umbrella He says, yeah, so we can look inconspicuous Great so you can choose, uh, do you want you or Luca to have which of those? Between the covert cloak and the utility umbrella. I think
1: the umbrella is the easiest thing for us to clean with Petri. So I'll take the umbrella.
0: Okay, cool. So you take the umbrella and Luca takes the covert cloak. So just so you know, the Covert Cloak keeps a Pokemon from being affected by additional effects of moves. So, you know, anything that's like it does damage and also this, that Pokemon is not affected by the also this. That's cool. So that's what Luke has got. And then you have the utility umbrella, which is also very funny to me as Petrie with his little uh, mistletoe bow tie and now holding a little umbrella. That is a Christmas themed umbrella. This umbrella protects the holder from the effects of weather.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: There you go. So, those are the things that he threw out of there, along with just some other just miscellaneous disguise things. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if this is anything, but this I is what it. I I love
1: it. Mustaches are always the right decision. Yeah.
0: So you guys are <gasps> all like... Wait a
1: second. Yeah. There's a tiny little maintenance man uniform in here. Oh,
0: perfect. Great. Ah, this again.
1: Happen. <laughs> I am a tiny little maintenance man.
0: <laughs> the return of the tiny little maintenance man.
1: For the holiday season, get, get your tiny little maintenance man now. Believe me, parents, kids, you'll both love it.
0: For three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. So, you all dress up uh, in these uh, covert costumes. That's what I'm calling your mixed success. You have a disguise that's not that helpful. But... I love it. <laughs> so, Danny says, all right, look, so uh, back there, that's the way to the launch pad. And I hear some movement happening out there. So I think that's what we gotta do. Okay. All right. So you all make your way back there, sneaking the best you can. And as you make your way out to the launch pad, where Danny usually departs for his present deliveries, you see the scene outside. (sighs) You see that the iron bundle, this mechanical Bird, is currently finishing the process of loading up its big mechanical sleigh. It's got a big rocket on the back. There's nary a reindeer to be seen, just a just a big rocket on the back and helping load it are two colossals who are just pumping more coal into the back of the
1: sleigh. <gasps> oh no silly! My tears turned into icicles. I can't blink. Oh, thanks.
0: <laughs> but there is a, a quick moment before you all are noticed as Pearl, what do you do to alert them to your presence?
1: I, I pull out a snowboard behind my back. I snowboard down to a cool flip and say, stop in the name of Christmas.
0: <laughs> nice. As you do so, the iron bundle turns around with the two colossal and says, get them. Roll initiative.
1: Snowballs attack! Wow, well, I think the snowboard actually is really a hindrance for me with this initiative. (laughs) Because I just rolled a four, so I think I gotta get my feet out. Hold on, hold on. I'm better at this when I'm standing on my two feet and I can bend. Luca rolled good, though. He rolled a ten.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, so with initiative rolled, our order is going to be Luca, the first colossal, the second colossal, and then you, Pearl. As the iron bundle has said Get them. it appears to have turned around in the sleigh and is pressing buttons and pulling levers and knobs and and things like that no! uh, quickly quickly attempting to prepare for a takeoff. So Luca's turn is first. what is he gonna do?
1: Bulldoze strong style.
0: A strong style bulldoze against the first colossal. Go ahead and roll to hit. Oh dang, you know what too mm. you know what else? What? Bulldoze well, first of all what you roll to hit nine nine cool that is a a mixed success bulldoze He's, is oh. a uh, multi-target yes. move and these two colossal were next to each other loading up the sleigh yeah, yeah. so go ahead and roll that damage for that 4d6 plus three 19 19 okay so then that is gonna be 13 double to 26 points to each of them
1: nice Silla try to- yeah, she's like, for Christmas!
0: <laughs> that is Luca's turn as she lets loose, just throws a tantrum.
1: Well, how dare you? How do you think you are? You're trying to ruin Christmas. I'm not naughty. I've been really naughty i really hard to be nice. Just why let it out.
0: <laughs> Great. That is Luca's turn as Zilla hits them with that bulldoze. That is then going to take us to the Colossal's turn. Both of them just seeing the Pokemon that are out on the field, which is Larvitar and... Muck. Muck. Cool. Uh, seeing the two of them, both of them on their turns, are going to use Tar Shot. So I need for both Zilla and Petrie to tough it out plus might.
1: Okay, Zilla just rolled a flat 11 plus oh, 4.
0: amazing.
1: 8, 9,
0: Okay, and nine. So a mixed success. So Zilla does not have any of her stats lowered. Muck will have his speed reduced by one, but both of them are going to become one level weaker to fire-type moves as they are covered in this dark and sticky substance that the Colossal spew out and cover them in.
1: Interesting. Very interesting.
0: That is their turns, which will then take us to you, Pearl.
1: Okay, I want to use flamethrower on the main man in the sled.
0: Okay, flamethrower on- You
1: imposter!
0: Okay, flamethrower on the iron bundle. Go ahead and roll to I, hit. Li-
1: I like marshmallows in my hot chocolate, but toasted! <laughs> eleven.
0: Eleven. That is going to be a full success. Very nice.
1: It's not a natural eleven.
0: Yes, an eleven total. Excellent. Roll that damage.
1: Whoa! Uh, Twenty-seven.
0: 27 very nice. Okay, let's see here. 27 is going to be minus well, its special defense 24 points of fire damage to the iron bundle. Oh, he's different. Ooh. It does appear to be a different typing than a standard Delibird, I but 24 like points it. of damage.
1: Um, can I try an agile style Venoshock?
0: You could, yes. Okay,
1: I don't know. I don't think it's going to be effective, but let's see.
0: Go ahead and roll to hit.
1: We got to stop this man in the sled. Oh, man, I just rolled a three, so it's not going to be enough. It's five. I whiff it.
0: Okay, that will not hit uh, as the iron bundle ducks down into the sled and you just see its little mechanic flappy wings uh, still pushing buttons and things trying to initiate the takeoff sequence. That is the end of your turn, though, which will take us back up to the top. It is round two and uh, the thrusters appear to be engaging on the sled. What is Luca going to do?
1: No, that's really scary. We can't let that sled go.
0: So it appears as though the Colossal have positioned themselves between you all and the Iron Bundle, uh, especially after that initial uh, surprise there. They're shoring up their defenses to try to help the Iron Bundle make it to take off.
1: All right, I I think we'll bulldoze again in strong style, though.
0: Cool, another strong style bulldoze. Go ahead and roll to hit the Colossals as Larvitar just gets right up in front of them. They're so much bigger than she is, but she's like, Are you listening? I got something to say to you. She's
1: passionate about the holidays, folks. It's a nat 12. It's not a nat 12. It's a
0: 12. 12 total? (laughs) Yeah, she's passionate. Great. That is going to be 4d6 plus 8. 22. 22 minus their special defense. That is going to be 16 doubled to 32 points of super effective ground damage to both of the colossal. 32 points of damage. Not bad at all.
1: Way to go, Zilla. You fight for your
0: Christmas rights. Okay, both of them are looking pretty roughed up after that. These big ground-type attacks exploiting the weaknesses of the Colossal. That is Luca's turn. That will then take us to the first Colossal, who is going to use Flame Charge. They're both going to use Flame Charge, one against each of them. The first one is going to be a 10 to hit Zilla, and then the next one's going to be an 11 to hit Petrie. So with those full successes... Zilla is going to take nine points of fire damage And Petrie is going to take As Petrie becomes Vulnerable rather than Just normally effective So that will actually be Seven doubled to 14 points Of super effective fire damage Alright But roll 2d6 as it hits you with a melee type move
1: Just seven
0: Seven okay The colossal does not flinch because of the stench Ah. That will then take us to your turn Pearl
1: what if I try to Venoshock the sled and, like, the jets?
0: Uh, you can't attempt to. They do also appear to be very chrome.
1: What if I try the flamethrower the sled?
0: Y- yeah, you can certainly try to. I, w- I will say the Colossal are in the way, so I'm gonna. I, I, you would have maybe a, a bit of a minus to hit if you attempted to do that, if you're trying to do that, like, around the Colossal.
1: Okay, I, I want to try it.
0: Okay, cool. Go ahead. I'm just going to say it's uh, got a minus two to hit uh, with whatever you would normally roll. So I think it's just a flat roll. Uh, It's a seven. A seven's a mixed success. So it will will graze the sled. So go ahead and roll your flamethrower damage.
1: 11 plus two is
0: 13. 13. uh, It doesn't have defense. So that's just going to be 26 points of fire damage to the sled as it is super effective against the steel sled.
1: All right, cool.
0: That is your turn, which is going to take us to the top of round three. As uh, now sputtering a bit, it looks as though the sled is about to start lifting off of the ground. Oh! No. Uh, as he's trying to get away. That will take us to Luca's turn.
1: Okay, um, another strong style bulldoze.
0: Another strong style bulldoze. Go ahead and roll the hit.
1: Come on, Zilla! Yeah!
0: Luca begins trying to whistle loudly for the the deer.
1: 13. Oh nice, good thinking,
0: Luca. Do you say 13 to hit? Yeah. Uh yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> 4d6 8. 19. 19. Uh 19 points of damage, Yowza. Okay, so that's going to be 13 double to 26 points of damage as gosh. <laughs> Zilla, Zilla is, is so like right tanking now. these things out. They both look real bad right now uh, as this little larvatar is just going hard uh, with the bulldoze. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. That is Luca's turn as she <laughs> continues yelling, and if you think that you're gonna get Go for Christmas or my good friend Elmer. You
1: are mistaken. You are sorely mistaken. <laughs> or my good friend Elmer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is going to then take us to the Colossals turns who I think because they're taking so much damage from Zilla are going to both attempt to hit Zilla with flame charges. Oh, sorry, Zill. First one misses with a flat three. Even, Great. With the, even with the boost that it gets from her having used strong style does, Oh, my gosh. They both rolled flat threes. Yay!
1: She's just too powerful. She's just
0: too powerful, and she's too angry with these big old meanies.
1: Sometimes the spirit of Christmas is found in anger.
0: (laughs) Righteous anger. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That takes us back to you, Pearl. Really? Yes, because that was both of their turns, and they both missed on their turns when they were trying to hit Zilla.
1: Is it okay if I try to hit the sleigh again? You
0: can attempt to hit the sleigh again.
1: And you said it's just flat?
0: It's just a flat roll. because another seven. Another seven? Okay, go ahead and roll your flamethrower damage.
1: Oh, yeah. 15.
0: Okay, uh, 15 double 30 points of damage. Uh, The sled uh, looks very bad, and like it is barely going to be able to make it off the ground. Great. But at at the end of your turn, that takes us to the top of round four. After three rounds completed, the sled, sputtering and barely able to lift off, does go up into the air. But it appears to be going slower than it would have Otherwise at the same time Coming around the corner is Randy and Claire and Kringle Hit that
1: sled! We have insurance It's the holidays
0: (laughs) As you are yelling that at them At the top of the round you all (laughs) hop on to The Saw's Buck and Weird And it is Luca's turn To start off with He can begin to give chase But right now it looks as though the Colossal Are blocking the They're they're gonna try to block you from taking off
1: They be blocking everything, alright, we'll just bulldoze them away (laughs) I'm so glad I'm rolling so well for Luca
0: right now. Uh, Cause he's
1: way more effective than I am in this fight. 13.
0: 13. Yeah. Great. That's, is that another strong style bulldoze? You know
1: it is. Cause we're done with these suckers.
0: <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll that four D six plus eight.
1: Uh, 15,
0: uh, 15 uh, grace. So that's going to be goodness gracious. So that's going to be nine doubled to 18 points of damage, which is still going to be enough that both yes. of them uh, both of the Colossal are knocked out as Zilla has effectively soloed them
1: yes <laughs> uh,
0: leaving Luca open and clear to attempt to pursue and uh, for you to go even further since he had to use you know kind of part of his action he's up in the air with Zilla having hopped onto the back of Claire as well uh, but you and Randy are going to be able to follow as well as Danny atop of Kringle so that was lucas turn the colossal are no more and the iron bundle is busy it appears um just doing maintenance you see that there's like some stuff falling out of the back of this mechanical sleigh but that is going to take us to your turn because the colossal are out of the fight
1: so is it just foolish of me to hit the sleigh again
0: uh, it is not foolish of you to attempt to hit the sleigh no not at all
1: okay I want to hit the sleigh again. because okay. it's just like hovering it's lifting the sleigh it's going- is going
0: slower than you assume that it would have if it hasn't taken like over 50 points of fire damage it, <laughs> like it looks the bad okay, uh, but it's it's like it has gotten a head start on you guys but it doesn't seem like it is zipping ahead the okay. same way that it would be otherwise but wanna- it's gotten a head start so you're having to catch up sucker. okay cool go ahead and roll to hit
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Two sixes, two sixes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and uh, just roll, uh, roll that eight d six.
1: yeah
0: uh, for your flamethrower damage.
1: Nothing says Christmas to me more than a holiday flamethrower. I love those J I N G L E dice. Mark. <laughs> 28 plus seven is 35.
0: 35 double to 70 points. Yeah. Okay. You've done enough damage to the sled at this point. Yeah. Over a hundred now. Yeah. Uh, The the sled comes crashing to the ground. So it got a good little chunk of the ways up in the air. But just from another flamethrower from Muck, who I think doesn't even leave the ground, because how would he even fit on Randy? Mm -hmm. Uh, But just from the ground. He totally doesn't. Petrie just rips a massive fart in his flamethrower It goes up into the air uh, and hits the sleigh, which falls with a crash and a a bit of an explosion on the ground. As now the iron bundle just crawls out of the wreckage, but looks prepared to try to defend itself. uh, As Danny comes up and says, it's time to go to sleep there, big guy.
1: Nice. I've never been so happy to see Sarah sleigh crash in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was your turn at the bottom of initiative here. I'm just going to add in the iron bundle.
1: Yeah, you didn't want to fight us, and now you have to. Suck uh, it up, Buttercup.
0: As it now says, engaging self-defense protocol. Take this.
1: Um, uh, Danny, you want to tell us what you built? Well, he's got self-defense
0: protocol.
1: What type is he?
0: It's, it's, uh, why and water.
1: Oh gosh Danny But it goes (laughs) Self awareness
0: (laughs) The iron bundle actually (laughs) Opens up just like A big hole in it's torso And (laughs) uh, Launches a present at Petrie As it uses Present
1: Incoming
0: Oh! And it rolled for the big damage on present So that's going to be 5d6 damage Present does something different on uh, Whenever you use it depending on what you roll on a 1d6 And it rolled the big damage one Ooh,
1: This is not a present I want
0: So that is going to be 23 minus Petrie's defense there So it's going to be 18 points of damage To Petrie as this present just explodes Against the muck that is the Iron Bundle's turn uh, As it is now grounded It is then Luca's turn As Danny shouts out you gotta, you gotta knock it out So that I can insert the jump drive And put it in the pond Yeah we got it But what did you make? <laughs> I made a, a big robot bird I don't know what you want me to say Well it's not a big It's about the size as me I, th- I tried to make it You know nice and handsome And oh lifelike Oh
1: my gosh Let's try Stealth Rock Strong Style.
0: Okay, a Strong Style Stealth Rock. So, uh, Larvitar just throws out these pointed stones towards the Iron Bundle. Go ahead and roll to hit. Ten. That is going to be a full success. So, roll that 4d6 plus eight. 26. 26 points. Nice. Minus his defense. That's gonna be 21 double to 42 points. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And these pointed stones continue to fly in the air around the iron bundle, jabbing in as Zilla just turn!
1: LAVATURN! no and another thing for you! You better listen up, cause I've got the most beef with you out of all of them! <laughs>
0: That is Luca's turn As that was 41 points of damage to the iron bundle
1: Oh my gosh Zilla is such a a power trip and I love it (laughs) Uh,
0: And the bundle The bundle looks rough After that uh, As it says You don't understand I must save Christmas
1: You're destroying it
0: That is going to take us to your turn Pearl
1: Okay, let's try a Venno shock, shock Strong Style.
0: Okay, am going to try a Strong Style Venno Shock. Go ahead and roll to hit. Nine. Nine, that's a mixed success. So Strong Style, that's going to be 6d6 plus 5.
1: 25.
0: 25 points of damage. So that is going to be 22 points of poison damage with 22 points. Pearl. Whoa. How does Petrie set up Danny Della Bird? by defeating the Iron Bundle so that Danny can uh, incapacitate it to put it in the item pod.
1: Whoa, I think I think what happens is very simple. We don't need to, you know, overproduce Christmas. I think Petrie looks at... at Zilla and the passion and fire in her eyes that she's been carrying this whole fight, and we hear a little like doo doo, like behind sensitive music behind him, <laughs> doo
0: doo doo, yeah, doo, doo, doo. and
1: um, doo, it's so beautiful her passion for doo, doo, doo. Christmas that it just makes him have to have acid reflux. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so sweet, it makes it's, him puke.
1: Yeah, it's so sweet, it makes him puke. And so, um, so he just he just pounds his heart to her and then pukes.
0: Nice. Uh, and he covers the iron bundle in this awful sticky sludge from the Venno shock. And as the alpha muck does so, uh, there's a moment that the iron bundle is from the goo. Like, it, it can't quite move so much. Its its gears are all gummed up. Uh, and Danny runs forward and he says, Alright, take this, you big lug nut! And he sticks the Thunderwave jump drive into the iron bundle which <laughs> shocks it incapacitating it. And then He takes out this item capsule, which looks suspiciously like a a Christmassy Pokeball. uh, And boops it with it and (sniffs) sucks the iron bundle into it, which in his hand shakes once, shakes twice, shakes a third time. We
1: all put our hands on it and make sure it clicks. And clicks. Yes! We did it!
0: Oh, thank you so much.
1: Wow, Zilla, you are the best. Most Christmassy Pokemon I, I never knew. Larvitar! That's right! I did it for Elmer! I know! I know you did! That's very kind! You're well, good! She friend. loves Christmas crafts! <laughs> oh. We can't have crafts if there's no Christmas! You're right! We can! <laughs> it doesn't work for any other holiday, does it? Well, don't worry. I'll make sure Elmer gets lots of Christmas crafts this year. Thank you! I appreciate it! I didn't know we could talk so much and I love it! Larvitar? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danny. You sure that things closed up?
0: It's closed. It's locked up. He's not going anywhere.
1: Oh dear God! What have I done? And I look at the sleigh. <laughs> oh no! How are you gonna fly this thing?
0: Uh, well, that's a that's a good question. Do you I see have it insurance? Uh, yeah, I got it. Sure. Okay. I got it, sure. it's, it's a company car, though, so that's Oh no! Uh, but and it then, was just a regular sleigh, though, and, uh, and it then, ran on magic. But then it's, it runs on—it's now it's Chrome, and it's also exploded. So. And,
1: and then can all the little ones that we rescue start to like come up to the roof and fix it? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: they can start to fix it. Uh, you see that um, there's one, ba- just roll, just roll two d six, just a flat two d six.
1: Oh wow, it's a flat 12.
0: A flat 12. Uh, you see that there's a, um,
1: of all the timing,
0: of all the timing, use it. <laughs> use it now.
1: <laughs> use it now for the sled, because if we don't get this up and running, then we still don't have Christmas.
0: Great. So all of the all of the baby Pokemon in their uh, you know various elf costumes and everything uh, are are walking up, and you see that uh, one of them who appears to be the head elf. You you tell me actually. You tell me which Pokemon, because you rolled a nat twelve. You pick which one. What what kind of Pokemon is the head? Well, elf? Well, their name is Bernard. I, well, obviously, <laughs> obviously, his name is Bernard.
1: Um, OK, great. It's this one. I don't know how to say it. Don't oh. so make me say it on the
0: podcast A bag on?
1: Yeah, it's a bag on Bernard it, the bag on? It looks like his hat
0: <laughs> Okay, so Bernard the bag on steps up And uh, after after a moment of just, you know, checking things out I'm just going to roll I'm just going to roll for the elves After a cursory glance at this absolutely uh, just demolished sleigh uh, Bernard says, uh, well boss, uh, I think that we can get it back But uh, I, I don't think we're going to have it tonight It'll be It's going to be a but full it's Christmas Eve well, I know, but there's only so much we can do, th- I mean, this thing's completely wrecked. It's well, completely don't destroyed Well, you have
1: some magic? Where's your snow globe?
0: I think we may be able to help. <gasps> Kringle we turn says. Our heads. <laughs> Kringle says, why, if you need some assistance making those deliveries, I believe we could be of some help.
1: The old-fashioned way. The pioneers used to ride
0: these babies. For miles, that's right. <laughs> And it may be snowy tonight and a little bit cloudy, but I can guide us through the night because I know Flash. Perfect! All Just right. watch
1: out for Bumble.
0: Right, yeah, no, I got I got beef with that guy, but that's a problem for next Christmas. Uh,
1: Danny! But- <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Pearl, Luca, I'll tell you what. You guys helped me out so much. You want to go deliver presents with me this year?
1: Really? Yeah, oh, really. Danny, I'm sorry for every mean thing I've said to you in this episode. <laughs> Let's
0: or, or so you hop on to randy and claire and kringle and before you disembark danny says no i didn't forget that i told you i'd give you something special if you all were able to help me out and uh, well these were gonna be your presents regardless to be honest but <laughs> i, I think it only it. makes sense to give it to you early uh, this is very special gifts all the way from the Hoenn region And so he hands.
1: that's where all of our guests are from. (laughs) From Hoenn? Yeah.
0: No, no, Buckcatcher Oliver was from Canto.
1: (laughs) I just want to say that I know geography.
0: Oh, sure. But.
1: I've been studying, she says to Danny.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe study a little bit more. But he hands you each these very special presents coming all the way from the Hoenn region. He hands you an Agronite, and he hands Luca a Gardevoirite. Ooh. Now, these are very special. I know each of you got somebody who can use that someday. So train your Pokemon. Have fun with that. You all ready to make the deliveries?
1: You know it. Hold on. Can, how many Pokemon can we fit in here?
0: Into, into what?
1: I mean, is Celia okay?
0: Uh, t- right. hey, can we get just get the backup one? I know it's, I know it's like, you know, <laughs> we, we keep it in the garage and it's not in the best of shape, but we can l- at least hook something up so they can ride along. You got it, boss. And so they bring out, like, the, the rickety old sleigh. Yes. And they, they hook it up to Kringle and Randy and Claire uh, so that Seeley and Toofus can ride yeah. in that while you all actually ride on the reindeer. And then
1: can Elmer and Zilla?
0: Absolutely. Yeah! Everybody piles in.
1: Elmer gives Zil- uh, Zilla the biggest hug.
0: She does. And with a sleigh full of Pokemon... And Danny's sack of presents and you all riding on these magical pokey reindeer off into the night. That is where we will end this episode. It's
1: the Della Bird season. The Della Bird season! And hoop doop and Hickory Dock, Pearl and Luca are on the clock. Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock, we'll be coming down with Christmas presents! Oh, oh,
0: Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.